welcome back to The Snaggletooth. This is episode 12. I am Matt Sosin, your editor-in-chief, and today we have a story written by Emma Ray Rand, hot off the heels of her, I believe, uh, punching a Nazi directly in the face, perhaps a few Nazis. Uh, so this was written with a lot of um, sweat and blood and bruised knuckles and uh, joy and rage. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoyed this one. Um, it made me want to experience it firsthand, actually. Uh, for those of you who went to the Women's March in whichever city you were in this past weekend, uh, this story was largely inspired uh, by those events, and uh, I think the spirit was deftly captured uh, by Emma. And we also have some artwork by Nodu, once again, aka Matt Jones, on the website, thesnaggletooth.net. Um, if you haven't been, check it out. We have tons of amazing artwork for every story. You can see all the stories there. All the podcasts are on each article. So go to thesnaggletooth.net and check it out. You can also subscribe and you'll be sent uh, new stories as they come out twice a week. Every single GD week. Um, or you can subscribe on SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, iTunes, etc. All the places. Uh, without further ado, this is Official Materials. Fabulous, Wendy thought. I've become the kind of woman whose husband gives her spa gift certificates for Christmas. Yep, that's me. What's next? Scented candles and sleep shirts with cats on them? The place Mike picked was not one of the edgier establishments. It had been one of the first of its kind, respectable as hell, situated in the basement of a ritzy department store in a nice part of town. Wendy had the valet take her car. Of course, the facility would validate. You'll want to save the blow-dry and mani-pedi for afterwards, chirped the receptionist. Would you like to purchase our souvenir presentation add-on? Like when I had to have my dog put down and the vet asked if I wanted her paw print as a paperweight, thought Wendy. No thanks, she said. It'll just be a moment, said the receptionist. Wendy was the only person waiting, which struck her as a passing strange since the establishment had a stellar Yelp rating. There were lots of pictures everywhere, though. Nice, professional shots of hazily grinning women in white jumpsuits bespattered with God knew what. One woman per picture. That damn souvenir add-on, or part of it. The facility would also frame your jumpsuit for you if you wanted. She had seen them on the walls of several of her friends' houses. Not quite as embarrassing as those damn giant plywood boxes with follow your bliss or whatever stenciled on it, but close. She heard her name. An attendant in black hospital scrubs had appeared. His name tag said Sasha. Tall, beautiful Sasha. It didn't seem quite right that he was a man, but Wendy sure wasn't complaining. Come with me, please, he said. Have fun said the receptionist. Wendy followed Sasha and his truly magnificent ass out of the waiting room, down a hushed beige hallway with nobody in it. Fun, huh? Wonder if I could talk you into that room with me, she thought. Might get messy, though. Of course, she wasn't serious, but she still felt kind of guilty. Poor, long-suffering Mike. And when she felt guilty, she had a tendency to chatter, and even though she knew she wasn't supposed to converse with the help, what do you think about all this? She said. I think it serves its purpose. Gosh, his accent is pretty, 
What do you mean? The ladies really like it. A lot of them have tough lives. It's just supposed to be a good time, not therapeutic, but I disagree. Kinda. Kinda? It's complicated. How so? Shh, we're almost there. He had led her to a locker room, more expensive looking and with more flattering lighting than any locker room Wendy could ever remember seeing, but so very empty. Here, he said, and handed her a key on a springy phone cord bracelet. The number and the key corresponds with your locker and your treatment space, both. Okay, said Wendy. What do I do now? You can get changed and head straight in. It's pretty self-explanatory. He paused and then said slowly, I don't tell this to anybody, and nobody ever asks me what I think, so I'm telling you, when you're in there, listen, be safe, Wendy. And he was gone. Well, that was mysterious. What is there to listen for in a fancy spa? Wendy decided cryptic comments from hotties must be part of the deal, and found her locker and put on the white jumpsuit that hung inside. In the pocket of the jumpsuit was a laminated map, like an emergency exit map you'd see by any elevator. Lucid enough, and she followed it through more beige halls. Nobody, nobody, nobody anywhere. Silence. Finally, she came to the right door. The room was just like the pictures on the website, but the size of an average corner office, all tiled white with a table on one wall, laden with materials. That's what the website called them. Materials. The food was all expired, the website also said, so one shouldn't feel too ashamed. And beside the materials, a four-pound sledgehammer. Boots, goggles, gloves, and helmet waited on shelves by the door. Wendy put them on. This is ridiculous, she thought. She picked up the hammer and a box of Pillsbury Funfetti cake mix, then lofted the box and swung. Poof! Nice hit the floor all dusted with technicolor snow. Wendy thought, I can do better than that. She grabbed a can of cherry pie filling, one of those huge institutional-sized ones. Into the air it went, and wham, clang! An arc of sticky, shining red splashed her across the chest. The can creamed off the wall with a steel drum clatter. Listen, Sasha had said. What did he mean? Wendy obliged. She heard nothing at all. Funny, the place was terribly popular, right on trend. A whole hive of rooms like this. She should be able to hear the others smashing things. She pried open a bucket of green paint and shot-putted it straight into the tile. It banked around like a pool ball and nearly clobbered her in the shins. Yoo-hoo! She yelled. She listened until her ears roared, then picked up the loudest material on the table an ancient CRT computer monitor, and hurled it as hard as she could. It crashed into smithereens and sounded like the end of the world. Hey! Wendy shouted. Hey! She went to work on the wreckage with her hammer and thought the tile couldn't possibly hold, but it did. Then red paint, blue, cool whip, and a bag of tangerines and a big old bag of glitter. And silence, and silence, and pretty soon she was just pounding on the walls, the floor, skidding in miscellaneous sparkling goo and screaming herself hoarse. When he came to get her when the hour was up, Wendy howled. Where are they? Where the hell are the rest of us? You listened, he said. 
good. The end. And that was official materials by Emma Ray Rand, voiced by Peter Barub. Uh, so excited to have him back. He did an awesome job with Pancho Morris's story earlier this month, and he did just as good a job with this story. Um, really hope to come back and do some more next month. Again, uh, artwork is by No Do Matt Jones, which you can see on the website thestangletooth.net. We'll catch you back uh, maybe tomorrow. We've kind of been late on podcasts and, and stories recently, so now we got to play catch up, and we'll have a few in a row for you. I uh, hope you enjoyed the story, and we'll catch you back here real soon.